tuned in to localjobnetwork.com radio and you're listening to the LJN Radio Quad, where our radio hosts gather to share their thoughts, ideas, and perspectives on all topics employment related. I'm Jacqueline Peterson and joining me in the quad today is Azure Mahara. Hello. Trey Cochran. Hi everyone. And Lynn Molitor. Hello. So guys, I want to kick us off on a topic that really impacts all of us in some sort of way in the working environment, and that is cursing at work. So I'm just sort of curious on your perspectives. You know, is it really ever okay? What are your thoughts? Um, I think it's a general rule. I would say no, but it all depends on where you work and who you work with. Okay. For example, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, when I was in college, I bartended, and I could swear to my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to your oh, like to him in, co- like, or in, her conversation. in conversation, yeah, okay. not at yeah. them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not at him. Um, <laughs> but uh, and and it was completely, you know, like it wouldn't have faced him at all, and it it was the he would use you know profanity when he would talk, um, you know, not anything super bad, but sure. just you know here and there. So I don't. You know, in that, but, you know, working in an office, now if I ever went to my manager, I probably <laughs> wouldn't ever use a curse word in front of her. Sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with Azure. It depends on what context you're in. Uh, even if you're in the workplace, even if you're in a bar setting and you're a bartender, you want to maybe determine, are you cursing because you're angry at someone or are you cursing because it's maybe part of a joke or something? Oh, that's when a good point. I think yeah. right. um, you can... In either case, it might be tolerable or it might obviously be inappropriate. If you're angry at someone and you're showing your dissatisfaction and you're cursing then, obviously I don't think that's appropriate anywhere, uh, any type of interaction. But if you're joking around, you're in maybe more casual setting, maybe at lunch, even if you are in an office workplace or whatnot, and that kind of comes out. But you got to definitely read the relationship you have with the person you're probably talking to at that point. Is it a peer? Is it something, you know, is it your manager? Who are you talking to? And are you comfortable with that person? And is, would that be appropriate? So there's a lot of different things you need to take into consideration, which definitely makes this a touchy subject because one wrong read and you're being looked down upon probably. <laughs> well, I think, Trey, you make a really good point. It's like it's not necessarily, you know, don't direct it at someone, but in the course of conversation, something may slip. And I think, like, happened to me recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as soon as you say it, you know, you're, you kind of – you're t- you take you're taking <laughs> aback. It's like what did I just say? <laughs> and it was funny when that recently happened on the LJN Quad. Um, a, c- a couple days later, I was talking to someone and they let something slip. And again, it was just like a you know a non work related story. And her reaction was my like mine. You know, a couple days prior, it's like oh my god, what did I say? You know, and it's like I didn't really care. You know, but you catch yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it was interesting, though. So where I grew up in a large corporation and, I mean, you just didn't you just didn't swear or curse or anything. But then as I progressed up, I had the opportunity to attend meetings where there were like department heads, you know, and they had years of experience past me. I couldn't believe what I was sitting in. It was like anything was fair game. <laughs> I mean, I was like. You know, I was shocked into silence. I mean, <laughs> that was my role being in the meeting was to just sit there. But I couldn't believe all the cursing. And I think part of it was 
you know, I didn't really appreciate the kind of pressures that they were under. And I think that's just the outlet. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it really took me, it, it really got to me. <laughs> so, so everything with, that was my next question. So, so are there any words that are off limits? But it sounds like you said anything was fair game. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you, when you, you know, outside the conference room, there was nothing. Sure. I mean, we were just, you know, you didn't say anything. Um, not even at lunch, you wouldn't say anything. And then to like go in there and just to hear it as a normal way of speaking, but they were heated, you know, things were tense. I was just surprised. And it was men and women. Oh, that's funny. Very odd. Very yeah. odd. So it was, but it was confrontational? Um, be, you know, as peers, they were going back. It okay. wasn't directed at them personally, but they were all the situation. situation. Business. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, as far as your question before, if anything's off limits, um, I think the F-bomb is definitely should be off yeah. limits. <laughs> I was going to say, can we just run through all the words right here on radio? Is that allowed? We and these are, and these are. We're going to have to watch our language. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think if you're if you're using any kind of profanity to call somebody else a name, oh, yeah. um, you know, yeah. in whatever form it, that, I, you know, any kind of derogatory term. Contempt, like, right. I think that that is just generally, and yeah. even if you're talking to somebody and you're not even calling that person that, but maybe somebody else, like, right. it just should be off to So what I'm getting basically is it, you know, cursing is going to happen at work and it's fine. I'll, I'll totally admit I definitely curse sometimes <laughs> at work. I, I definitely curse sometimes. <laughs> I definitely maybe all the time. A majority of the time, yes, I just curse at work. And I don't know that I have any words that are off limits for me. <laughs> but do you do that under the breath thing at your desk? Right. It's oh, more, that's what I do. Yeah, it's oh, more yeah. of like, oh, yeah. a, I think are we you all do that. kidding me? Right. <laughs> it's one of those things yeah. where you're just like, oh. Right. So, yeah. So I, I guess to sort of wrap up this topic is that it happens. We're all human. It's a way of expression, <laughs> just like love and anger. <laughs> it's just another way of expression. But what I'm hearing all of you say, it's just it depends on how you use it, yeah, and and who you're directing it at. Don't basically direct don't it to direct, your direct, manager. <laughs> don't direct it at anyone. Um, just think respectfully yeah. when you're going to use it. Yeah. But Azure, what did you want to take well, us to? Um, we can kind of kind of piggyback off of that a little bit, and um, I wanted to talk about balancing your conversation and your appearance and and just what you talk about in the workplace. So um, because what you're wearing, um, the post- your posture, your body language, um, and then your conversation topic can all let off a different, uh, project something different than what you would intend to um, just based on that. For example, if let's say you, you had a really hectic morning and you just couldn't <laughs> get out of bed or whatever it was, and you come in, you went out, let's say I went out for dinner with my girlfriends the night before, couldn't get out of bed, was a little tired, came in. a glass of wine too yeah, many. <laughs> maybe had two glasses of wine, you know. Um, and then I, you know, woke up late, so I decided I'm just going to throw on a sweatshirt and, you know, some jeans and some tennis shoes, and I'm just going to run to work real quick and get to work. And then let's say my boss says, you know, I need you to get this done today. And I cross my shoulder, my hands over my chest, and I'm like, 
I, you know, and I just have kind of a different posture, but I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'll get it done. But you can tell that it's that I'm not happy about it. Um, and then, well, what, you know, what's going on today? Oh, I just had, you know, kind of a busy night last night and we went out with the girls. And it was really fun. And we ended up staying out later. Um, you're giving away, you know, just a lot of your personal life and telling them maybe a little bit too much that's giving off, even though that might not be anything to do with why you slept in or maybe it does. But then, you, you know, you're dressed a little bit sloppy that day and it's just going to give off a bad impression they're going to think that you're not organized that you don't have together that this isn't your top priority um, for the day I mean what do you guys think I personally think that your personal life should be separate from your professional life. Yes, you're going to make friends at work and you're going to go to lunch and talk about personal things. And I think that that's fine. But if you're having an issue at home, whether you went out with your girlfriends or you're in a fight with one of your family members, (laughs) whatever the issue is, I think it needs to stay at home because it does impact work and people can read you. And I can't remember the statistic exactly, but I think they say, and this is just generalizing, 80% of your communication is through body language and like 20% is verbal. Mm -hmm. So your body language is really important. And I think that when you're at work, you should project a positive attitude regardless of what personal demons you're dealing with or whatever struggles you have for that day because we all have them. But at the end of the day, we spend the the majority of the day with each other. Yes. And we have to like each other whether we want to or not and get along. And I think that if you ruin those relationships, you're setting yourself up for a bad or or just a a tough working environment. Now, I'm lucky. I, I, like, sincerely enjoy everyone that I work with. Um, That's nice to hear. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I seriously do. Like, I... I don't Especially ever. Especially in the quad. Especially. <laughs> yeah. so don't tell anyone. <laughs> but you know, it's like, I don't ever, I have the luxury of waking up and not being like, ugh, I have to go to work today. That is like a not something that I relate to at all. But there have been a few, you know, there, you can tell when someone's having a rough day. They're very right. quiet, closed off, one yeah. word responses, and you're just like, come on, give me something more. And it really shouldn't impact work. And I really don't like it when it does. What about um, appearance, like clothing? Do you think that depending on how you dress, it can let off a different, per- like a different attitude? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. yeah. It really bugs me. And I don't, it hasn't happened here. I don't like seeing people with wet hair coming to work. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, <laughs> couldn't you take the time to fix yourself up before you got here? Because now... You know, I don't know. I just, I think you should respect your coworkers to kind of come in. Comb your hair a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Lynn, I'll be honest. I think that if you took out my bun right now, that I, some of my hair is probably <laughs> and, still And wet. that's because you did your hair and you put it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, but my hair, if I, if I do get out of the shower and I don't blow dry it, it will take like probably four hours to dry. Yeah. Well, opinion. I mean visibly. So I'm just I'm putting talking out there. visibly. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know what you're I talking. do too. I wasn't even thinking about some of the ways I communicate with individuals here until I started hearing all of your opinions on this topic. And <laughs> I was just thinking like, man, I, I, I did this thing the other day and that maybe wasn't the right way to do it. I was sitting at the, for example, I was sitting at the lunch table and there was a sports related conversation going on and I was into it and I was having a good time. And then a couple of the women at the table brought up marriage and baby names, and I just got up and went over and played ping pong. <laughs> and now I'm thinking back on it. Like, I didn't mean anything by it. I just was like, that's you you not didn't. what I'm interested in. And no, you lost fine. You yeah. lost my attention, no. and now I'm going to play ping pong. That's so, fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just making sure oh, yeah. I wasn't, like, on their crap list Maybe. right now. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think 
And Pretty I think Trey, that, really, <laughs> really, really, did he just get up and walk away from us? Mid-time? Maybe if you did it like in the middle of their sentence, and somebody was directly asking you a question, that would have been really. Rude. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think anyone was asking me about their marriage uh, advice or baby names. And I think that that personal, you know, getting, you know, something like that is okay. But it's like really, when, like you were saying, when you get into the meat of your personal life and and sharing things like that, so. You, you know, I was just going to add, Azure, you know, sometimes, you know, something does um, happen at home and you just can't, you're just not yourself. And, right. you know, depending on the relationship that you've built over time with your coworkers, I think it's perfectly good to, like, tell your coworkers, you know, you don't have to tell them everything. You know, you can just, they can sense that something's up. And, if you're like me, number one, I always think, are they mad at me? Did I do something? <laughs> <laughs> I get you know? I get moody certain times throughout the, the quarter. I tell it, I'm just in a bad mood today. <laughs> time, I'm giving myself a personal timeout right now. <laughs> yeah, time right. out. <laughs> just gotta go over there and take a timeout. I had to take out. a timeout yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know, if you just let people know, then you know, I think at the you know, we keep talking about we spend all this time with each other, and then hopefully we're friends and coworkers. And your friend is gonna, you know, understand. They're, yeah, they're gonna understand and give you the benefit, give the space you need. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes depending on, you know, what it is, um, you know, you got little squabbles maybe at home, but maybe you got some big stuff that kind of knocks you for a loop. You know, sometimes they're willing to help you out, and you just need. You know, you need to have someone help you out for a couple of days. You know what? That is a good point because I think that if you, because we, you know, we, we're definitely friends, I think, in this office. There's yeah. a lot of camaraderie. And I think that if you're just like, man, I'm having a really tough week, you know, either right. they'll understand, either back off and give you your space depending on how you like to cope or, hey, let's go, let's go grab lunch and I can be your sounding board or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're right, that helps. One of my closest coworkers that I work with on a daily basis here, she, if I know right away in the morning, and we kind of both do this, if she had a bad morning, um, I can usually tell. And then I'll, I'll say, you know, how was your morning? <laughs> <laughs> and she's usually like, it was pretty bad. I'm like, okay, well, you let me know if you need anything. So um, uh, usually right away, even if I don't have to ask or she doesn't have to ask, we let each other know, like, I had a really stressful morning. Give me like 20 minutes. Just yeah. let me work. Like, don't come bombard me with a bunch of things at the moment. Just give me like a couple of minutes to get get into my workflow and then and cool off or, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and usually, you know, that that helps a lot, too, mm-hmm. I've noticed. No, and I that something that I appreciated when I first started working here was really quickly I could see there was a lot of personal relationships that people held here in the office and they would talk at lunch about maybe something they had done outside of the office that previous weekend or whatnot. And I was just thinking, that's really cool. That's I, I, And that made me feel more comfortable as an employee. So although we want to keep our personal and work life separate, I think there's a healthy medium that we can be friends with those people, do things outside of work, um, have that camaraderie. And that's something that right away I definitely appreciated here at the local job network when I started working here. Uh, and that made me just feel kind of part of the part of the group, part of the gang. And uh, it's just helped me along kind of when I've been placed in different roles and do those things. I know that people, they do want to be your friends. They're, they're nice people. They're cool people. So I just wanted to get, that's kind of the positive end of that whole thing too. Right. And if you're in a meeting of any kind, obviously don't share personal things 
stay on task. Speaking of meetings. <laughs> yeah, Trey. <what> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we get a little off track, which we know all too well here in the quad. <laughs> but no, I was reading a recent article about um, someone wrote an article about meetings and their whole take on meetings where they're a waste of time. And the way this person validated that was, I attend six meetings a week that I call versus three meetings a week that someone else calls. So three of my nine meetings a week are a total waste of time. And I was right away, I thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. So (laughs) just because you're not leading the meeting, you're holding yourself in such high regard and that you're an awesome employee that no one else's times or ideas mean anything, that you're just that much more important. So right away, I thought, I disagree with this article. I don't think that meetings are a waste of time for one. And I think that... (laughs) He should have definitely went about a different way of getting his point across. There may be some validation in his thought that sometimes meetings can be a waste of time, depending on obviously what you're working on, the topics, certain things like that. But he was basically just saying, if I'm not calling the meeting and I'm not leading it and I'm not getting my agenda done and I'm trying to just help other people with their agenda, it's a waste of my time throughout the week. So I was just wondering in general, since we do have a lot of meetings here in our workplace, what was everyone's take on meetings? Have you been part of unproductive meetings before? Why were they unproductive? And then um, overall, what's your take on just meetings in general in the workplace? I have definitely been and I can't say a lot. I have been part of a few meetings that I was kind of wondering, why am I here exactly? Uh-huh. Um, and I probably, and I will be honest, I thought my, my time could be better used. But that was on projects that I was going to be working on, but hadn't my part hadn't come yet. And I, in retrospect, I recognize that I was there so that I could see how everything was getting pieced together. So you were included from the start. Yeah, and that is actually helpful. So even though maybe the first handful of meetings I was just sort of, you know, taking note on what was going on and wasn't really part of it. Then when it came to my portion, it made sense because I saw how it was built up. That's really all I can say that I've been in any meetings that haven't been. The thought has, you know, crossed my mind like, why am I here exactly? But I think overall we do a pretty good job of running a tight meeting because we really, I think one thing to help is putting an agenda together. That's what I was going to say, too, mm-hmm. is I've realized um, all meetings I've ever been a part of here at the Local Job Network, there's an agenda. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. come in with an agenda, you can see right there, these are the things we're talking about. And and we usually stick to the agenda pretty strictly. Like you right. said, uh, Jacqueline, you go through, you get the things done that need to be talked about. Um, so I guess in general, I was wondering if anyone's been part of other companies before that, you know, haven't ran their meetings in a regimented way that would allow for the productive Yeah. I will say this. In meetings, though, you bring up a good point. One of the things that I struggle with and I sort of like go to sleep on is when we're reviewing like like details of statistics. Like, like, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Numbers. You have to read your audience. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need to know every little detail of how all I want to know is what our goal was and what our result was. If I have questions to ask on where was the mishap and the disconnect, Mm -hmm. let the audience ask those questions. But I don't need to know all the details in between and how you got that result. Yeah, Yeah, Jacqueline, I think you mentioned, yeah, you bring up a really good point. And it's like, it's definitely something that I had to learn over the course of many years. And some people have a knack for it and others don't. It's you, how to give a status update, keeping in mind everyone in the room, what they need to know, 
and what they don't need to know. And I think, you know, everyone's passionate about what they work on. So it's like, you know, you're just sitting there waiting, you know, for your turn. And sometimes people can just like go way off. Or they don't know how to bring the level of conversation down to the audience in general. Right. You know, and I have the IT background. Well, you know, some IT people can give the most, you know, mundane, in the dirt, you know, status updates. And it's like, you know, I just like look around and it's like, can't you see the glazed eyes over everyone? <laughs> it's like, I have the background and I'm lost. So I think you really need to keep in mind, you know, your audience and what your purpose in the meeting is. And I think um, we have meetings here in the morning, every morning, our stand-up meetings. Um, and, uh, you know, in all honesty, at first I was like, I, I just feel like I could, you know, be getting a little bit more done um, than standing here and knowing what my coworkers are going to be working on today. Um, but the more I got involved and the more projects I became a part of, um, it was nice. It was nice to know, okay, this person, Jacqueline, is at this part of the presentation that we're working on together, and I know that you know she's probably going to be done in about four days and then it's going to be on me. Um, so it kind of gave you that. And it also, you know, if, the, if I had a question on something during the day, instead of having to go to uh, my manager, let's say five times in the day with different things, I would jot them down and then be like, okay, I can talk to this person like right after our meeting. Um, so it, it gives you some time in the morning. So I, in that aspect, I really enjoyed it because it, it, it helped, I guess, a little bit of productivity when it came to the overall picture. Yeah, and for those listeners out there who don't know what a stand-up meeting is, it's a quick meeting. It's like 10 to 15 minutes that you um, open with your day. So whether you work the first shift or the second shift, what's one of the first things you do, you come in, you um, quickly jot down what you accomplished the previous day, what you hope to accomplish today, and then if you need help from anyone. So you usually meet with like different departments or the same department, like our communications department and our marketing department collaborate a lot. So our stand-up meetings are together. Um, IT is usually alone, but it's just a great way to say, okay, here's what I accomplished yesterday, here's what I'm working on today, and who's who, and here's who I need help from. And it's a quick 10, 15 minute meeting, and right. then you um, write your goals down and, and you go on your day and hope to accomplish them. And then if the man, you know, if your manager is, uh, actually, we have a higher priority item today, instead of working on that, could you work on this? You know, so that helps too. Yeah. I was just going to add, I think the other important thing with meetings, and I think this is where meetings get a bad rap, you have to stick um, to the scheduled time. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is one of my biggest pet peeves when people come late. So what happens when people come late, you then run. the meeting runs over and then you're impacting people that aren't even in the room, you know, and it just snowballs throughout the entire day. Um, I'm a big one for, you know, when the time is up, the time is up and you either need to schedule a follow-up if you didn't get to anything or if as collectively as a group, you all have the next 30 minutes free and the conference room is free. That's the other thing to keep in sure. mind. Um, you know, then maybe as a group you, deci you decide to go over. But I think that's the other thing to keep in mind. I agree with you, Lynn. I think mm -hmm. you have to be respectful of people's calendars. 
Yeah. Um, and, and of course, people who rent the or reserve the conference room. But you also wanted to mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about meetings. Yeah. So I had a, a different aspect of the meeting, the virtual meeting. So, you know, we've got all this uh, new technology nowadays that allow people to meet either via audio or video uh, to facilitate communication with coworkers or business business associates um, that are not physically located in the same place. But um, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, what are some do's and don'ts, though, of this new technology? And I actually had thought of one, and Jacqueline, I think you had actually kind of come around and helped our, our listeners on our last topic. And that's when you start having a conversation on something and your peer group in another location, they don't know what happened that morning or they don't know what happened yesterday. And I think with um, virtual meetings, you have to make sure you're all on the same page um, when you're not all in the same room. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree with you on that. Just making sure that things are running smoothly and that you can move forward in whatever it is that you're trying to do. I actually use virtual meetings a lot. And one of the things that I find to be helpful is if I'm on a meeting, um, one of the things I like to do is close down my instant message and stuff like that, just more of the mechanical side of it, because it's really frustrating and it's really rude when you're connecting with someone and they're not paying attention to you and you can see them reading or typing. And I've done it before, but I forget Oh, wow. Yeah. I've been in meetings before where, where somebody's, let's say it's Typing. like at a, de- oh, hold on one second. I just got to reply to this. Uh, oh. And it's, it's yeah. like, I think okay. you have to sometimes, and I'll, and I'll admit that I'm sometimes guilty of not closing my I am. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I'll get a jab and it's like, hi. And I'm like, and I've done that. Like, I'm like, sorry. And I hurry up and reply back. And then I, you know, put do not disturb up because right. you forget. But I think that's one of the things you have to do when you're doing a virtual meeting. And then, um, you know, don't put yourself on mute. I think that that's rude, too, because we can tell uh, mm-hmm. just things like that because we can you're still working and typing or whatever. Those are some, yeah. some of my things. It, this is probably going to sound like a given. But I cannot tell you how many times I have called people and they're chomping on gum oh, yeah. or like munching on something that they think you can't hear. Oh. You are this close to the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it. And it and I and it just it drives me crazy. Like just because I can't see you chomping away on whatever you're eating or sipping on your soup or whatever is at your desk. Um and I don't know, but it, it's happened on numerous occasions where I feel the need to bring that up to our listeners. <laughs> and I, well, I feel like your your virtual meeting etiquette is going to depend on also, are you communicating with an uh, employee that's working from a different office or are you communicating with a customer that's not with you? Uh, right. So yeah. I've been in both of those kind of meetings and they are conducted differently, whether you're talking with people from your company that might just be working remotely or from a different office at a diff- in a different part of the country versus are we on a web WebEx me- type of uh, virtual meeting where we're all looking at the t- same uh, uh, computer screen and we're actually walking through with a customer about something. Those are definitely different kinds of communications that you just need to, need to adjust to. Obviously, you're going to want to be a little more professional um, in a meeting that you have a customer on with you that it might be the first time you're ever talking to them. You don't even have a relationship built with that person before other than an initial phone call or email to set up that meeting versus is this a weekly meeting that we have with uh, our fellow employees from the office 
on the East Coast, and we talk to them every week, and we kind of have a feel for how everyone's working and stuff like that. So you just want to be aware with who you're having that meeting with, and that'll, I think, guide you on some of the do's and don'ts of that meeting. I think, um, I yeah, I definitely agree with you on that train. When you said that um, something else triggered for me was, um, maybe this comes from all the public speaking I took in college, but not to say, um, uh, so, okay, let's uh, get this meeting started. Uh, is everybody ready? Okay. Uh, you know, actually be prepared. If you're running an, you know, a meeting that is actually going to be virtual, have everything ready to go when you make that phone call, you know, just like you would if you were meeting them face-to-face. Because I've heard phone, overheard phone conversations that are like that, and it's just like, oh, you sound so unprepared, even if they're not, you know, it just because maybe they don't have their papers in front of them or whatever, and they're trying to scramble or they're still trying to shut down their email and their instant messenger. So maybe just get all that done and have everything ready before you start talking. So then referring back to our previous topic of are meetings productive or are they a waste mm-hmm. of time, would you consider a virtual meeting more productive than an in-person meeting or vice versa because maybe a virtual meeting will force you to have all those things in line because you can't show up to the conference room and maybe wait for everyone to gather. It's boom, it's happening at that scheduled time that call is being made. So maybe you're a bit more prepared for a virtual meeting. Does anyone have an opinion what they think is the more productive kind of meeting? Yeah, I don't have an opinion. Um, My... um Really, the way I do virtual meeting is um, it's through our coworkers, but we're all in a conference room in our respective cities. Um, so, yeah, we have to show up on time so someone can accept the call. Yeah. And then if they're, you know, if no one's there, then, you know, we're trying, you know, we're trying hard to, to locate them in some means. Um, well, I think the first time I may have um, met Lynn was through a virtual meeting when I first started, but oh, was I it? was off of the screen because someone placed me just in a horrible spot. And <laughs> they were like, we want to introduce Trey, our new employee at the local <laughs> job network. And everyone on the other end was like, we can't see oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting in the corner. So all of a sudden I'm bending over, like sticking my head in front of the, the video. <laughs> so obviously if you're doing virtual meetings, have a, a sense of your surroundings. How wide is the camera going to capture the different people that are in the room and things like that because the last thing you want is random people starting to talk and you don't even know who you're talking to and then the forms of communication are broken down a bit there. So right. those are some other little things you just want to make sure everyone's in the right place, especially with those virtual meetings. Or if you're doing a virtual meeting with someone and you're doing it um, just you two on the computer and you're walking them through maybe a, uh, some slides or something on their end, and you don't intend for you to be visible, say on a, a, a web camera, make sure that's off because <laughs> I know there's sometimes um, some of the sale reps in our company say that an individual on the other end didn't remember to turn off their web camera when they were talking to them. Oh. And so they saw the customer <laughs> just doing about a million different things and oh, going no. like, uh-huh, uh-huh, clicking, bending down, like eating some food, eating totally, eating. totally being eat, out of think the picture for minutes oh. at a time and just talking through the microphone while they were possibly in someone else's cubicle or oh, office geez. or something. So those are just like some little things. The web camera, I think, is a huge thing to be aware of when you're going into <laughs> a meeting. I, and I think it's something new for people, you know, So and the technology is new. So there's a lot of learning going on. And I'm sure, you know, people don't realize the power of that little webcam that, you know, depending on the software that the the other party is using that it if the webcam is there it's going to kick in 
No, yeah. that's that's absolutely true. <laughs> I better put a cloth. Everyone's on. probably thinking right now, man. I am going to take my web camera yep. down when I get yeah. back to my desk. Turn it around. I'm not making that mistake. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that does it for today. We definitely don't want to overstay our welcome. We've got a lot of work to do today, don't we, guys? So oh, yeah, stand um, time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So uh, if you would like to suggest topics for discussion on the LGN Radio Quad, send us a message to LJN Radio at Local Job Network. Work.com. For Azure Mahara, Trey Cochran, and Lynn Molitor, I'm Jacqueline Peterson. Thanks for listening.